Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to a brand new week and a brand new The Ralph Report. So happy you're joining us today on this Monday, June 1st. It's uh, the 1st of June. Feels like it took forever to get to June. It's a brand new month <laughs> full of potential and possibility. Right. Try to ignore that the world is ending and it's in flames. And uh, I feel like that cartoon dog who's sipping his coffee yep. as the house is on fire. That's who we are. <laughs> That's kind of what we're doing. It is hard to do a show like this one, given the recent events of what's happening, not only in America, but around the world. So forgive us for being stupid and silly, but that's what we do here. Yeah. Uh, we know the riots are going on. No one knows better than the vice host. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, we know there's some serious shit happening in the world right now. And we could dwell on that, but that's not our thing. That's not what we do here. We're uh, silly and stupid. And we'll talk a little bit about it when we get to the showbiz news. But mostly, we're just here to put a smile on your face and try to make you laugh. So that's what we're going to do today on this June 1st, this Monday show that is jam-packed. Because on the counter, you want to know why? With, um... Literally jam-packed. Literally, you're right. Right? Because it's, uh, <laughs> let's not forget, it's Munchin' Monday, right? Munchin' Mondays It's a fun day And it's happening On the Ralph Report Munchin' Mondays Eddie's fun day Will he vomit All over the floor I don't eat fungus I don't like it I did, the, the thought of it makes me sick testicles are just all <laughs> It is jam-packed today Because today's Munchin' Monday Is the long-awaited Bulgarian Rose Jam oh. Making jam out of rose petals it's just, That's a last resort jam no, it's, it's like there's not. nothing else to make jam out of. Let's use flowers. You got the sweet, fragrant smell of roses, and someone said, I bet that would taste delicious. Let's whip up some jam. Mm, and so today we will be uh, taste testing rose jam, uh, Miss Spring rose jam, the official rose jam oh. of the Ralph Report, because <laughs> it's chock full of petals. Oh, I took oh. a look at it, and it's it's sure got some roses you in there. You can see the petals? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Sure enough. This is... Yeah, so uh, we'll be testing that later Man. on in the show to see if that is something we'll enjoy or not. I've never had it. Eddie's never had it. So we're going to give it a taste test, and we'll let you know our unvarnished opinion when we get towards the end of the show today. I think it's a 50-50 as to whether Eddie throws up on the floor or not. <laughs> Might be a little So we'll higher. see. What else we got today? Oh, we got all the entertainment news. We got your phone calls as well. We got so much show but first, let's get the introductions out of the way. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the vice host himself. Please welcome Mr. Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. And thank Shizmu that Eddie Pence is even here today. 
all hail Cheeseman. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Eddie Pence had a hell of a weekend. If you're watching the news at all, you've seen the rioting that's going on in almost every major metropolitan city here in the United States, and that includes Los Angeles. And you look a little beat, son. I'm a little tired. You it's look been a, a little long. worse for wear. I mean, thankfully, nothing came up to us. But like uh, Friday night, we all know it was downtown LA. Yeah. And then Saturday afternoon, it started around the in the Fairfax district, which is not far from my house, a couple miles from my place. Right. Uh, and then late last night, it moved up as high as Melrose, which is where the improv is, the uh, where we do our live shows. So it was literally a mile from my place. Wow. But thankfully, I think we're up far enough into a residential area where it's just mostly apartment buildings where people wouldn't go up there. They're usually looting and yeah, rioting. Yeah, they seem to be destroying uh, businesses yes. and things like that. Uh, it was, uh, But there was helicopters above all last, all Saturday night. Sunday, there's been helicopters all day and all night. So it's just like, it's just, you're on edge sleeping. And I remember my dad telling me stories because he was, we were in D.C. in the 60s during those mm. protests and stuff. And he's right. like, he had sleepless nights, too. And I was like, I was thinking back to the same times. And I was like, I had my family. We were asleep. We, we all slept out in the living room together just to be together because it was that it was that close to us. And wow. we were watching the news all night. And it was it was frightening. It was touch and go and trying to explain that to 11 year old what's really happening. It's, yeah, it's tough. It's so tough. And um, we're not even going to get into it because, look, uh, two white guys don't necessarily have a. Uh, a strong position to talk about <laughs> yes. racism in this country no. and what it means and what the uh, where the anger is coming from. Uh -huh. I, I will just say to everyone is saying, well, why are they doing that? Why are they acting out? Why are they looting? Why are they robbing? Why are they setting fires? You have to understand rage to know why it's happening. Rage doesn't make any sense. Rage is not a measured decision. Right. Rage is lashing out from anger and a sense of powerlessness that takes all kinds of fucked up forms. And I think that's what we're witnessing now. Right. Um, I mean, I'm certain there's a certain percentage of these people I think are opportunists and they're trying to Absolutely. get a, a TV and Absolutely. what have you. But the vast majority of the people who are taking the streets are just enraged and there is no sense to that. There is no reason. You can't, you can't make sense of it no. because well, it's, it's an animalistic, basic uh, emotion that just runs unchecked and people have been they've been I, kaepernick took a knee to protest it peacefully yeah and he got shit and lost a career over it and then you've had lebron james speak out on it and they're like hey just dribble your basketball so they've tried to communicate hey there's things that aren't right in this country and so it gets to the point where it, at some point what do you do yeah I don't, it, I don't have the there's answer. every time they try to make a statement they get shit on for it so yeah. it's like what do you do it's it's things need to change in this country and but, will they who knows i, I don't mean know. we've seen this time and time and time again i i've been in la long enough to remember the rodney king riots and it seems like every time we have an incident like this people rise up and protest and then years later another thing happens because i mean we had what the, the mike brown situation yeah. in, in missouri years ago and you thought that was going to bring about some change and it, it things went back to the way they were so i don't know so we have no answers but um again that's why we're not going to really dwell on it we just wanted to give it a mention because eddie has some personal experience with it and i know a lot of people out there have personal experience with it. the guy who did that jingle that new munch and monday jingle dan bauman is in atlanta and he couldn't even get on the uh, cocktail party on saturday Oof. because he was dealing with the violence in uh, in Atlanta at the time. So our thoughts are going out to to Dan and to everyone who is experiencing this. It's a fearful 
uh, it's terrifying, it's frustrating, it's it's uh, angering, and I get it. And so, um, again, we have no answers, so we won't even start down there. But while we're talking about the cocktail party, thanks to everybody who showed up on Saturday. It was a blast. We had a great time. We always do when we do those damn things. And uh, <laughs> a special shout out to Jen Schmidt, who showed up as wow. Catwoman. She put in the most effort. She did. She really did. I don't know. Steve was a murder hornet. No, he did. Yeah. Got to give him that. And Eddie did stick on his Cobra commando, <laughs> a commander helmet towards the end there. So we had a blast. We'll do it again this Saturday. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for the link. I will send it out later this week. Speaking of the Garmy on the cocktail party, the virtual cocktail party, we mentioned the five four-star generals who will be getting personal phone calls from me for the month of May. We got it in just under the wire on Saturday, but in case um, any of them weren't attending the virtual cocktail party, I did want to reiterate the folks who, uh, as, a, as you know, maybe you're, you don't know if you're new to the show, uh, the four-star generals, uh, that tier of subscription, they get a little perk, which is I give them a call at home and we chat for as long as uh, as we want. So every month we pick five four-star generals and we give them the heads up that we're going to be talking to them soon this is uh, the month of may's choices charles yost in whittier california charles you and i will be talking sometime soon aaron burton from flower mound texas good old flower mound <laughs> nikki galen from ontario canada buzzy padilla at third base here in los angeles <laughs> California, and then Gennaro Marletta. Hey, Gennaro, you're a good boy, Gennaro Marletta. He is in Redding, Vermont, and uh, he and I will be chatting as well. All right, before we get to the show proper, we got something to give you the heads up about. You know, one of the things we do here on the show is to try to keep you abreast of everything that you need to be terrified of. You'll be terrified by this. I oh, guarantee. No. I don't need another thing to be terrified. Well, we started with the murder hornets, right? And then recently, we of course had the hangry rats that are attacking um, each other and people yeah. because they're starving. Oh. So welcome to the new Nightmare Zoo. Oh, what? A new animal. This comes oh. from Tyler McKay. Have you heard, Eddie, about the blood monkeys? No. Blood monkey. Yeah, this comes from oh. India, Eddie. Oh, God. There was a lab at a medical college in oh, Meerut. Hear. I did hear about this. A city in the Uttar oh. Pradesh area of northern India. And on Tuesday... There in the lab, they were working with some samples of blood that had been tainted with COVID-19. They were using it, working on research to try to find a vaccine or cure for COVID-19. And they had vials of blood that had COVID-19 in it. That's when they get interrupted by a, a marauding band of monkeys. Oh my God. Several monkeys raided the laboratory and then stole the COVID-19 tainted blood samples in their hands and took off with them. That's frightening. So now we got the blood monkeys. Oh, man. Blood that, that's literally Mother Nature sending out their hit monkeys to... <laughs> I don't to, think they were hit Their monkeys. hit monkeys to capture our vaccine that we're trying to cure COVID with so that we all get COVID. That's literally Mother Nature going, I'm trying to wipe you out with a virus. Just let it happen. You think the monkeys got orders got from orders Mother Nature. from Mother Nature, send right. out the hit monkeys All right. to, get the, uh, to get the blood. That's what's happening. They just steal stuff. They're monkeys. That's what they do. <laughs> 
So the monkeys grabbed and oh, fled with the blood samples of four COVID-19 patients who are undergoing treatment, said a doctor there at the college. Um, here's the thing. They're urging everyone in India to be remain calm because there's no evidence that has been found that monkeys can contract the infection, said one doctor. Well, there's no evidence that monkeys can't have the infection no, either. True. And I, more importantly... I don't care about the monkey. He's got a vial full of blood. What if he pops the cap on that thing right. and then pours it in my face? Plus, he's got an agenda, apparently. So, yeah, he's going to give you COVID. They attacked a lab te technician <clears throat> and grabbed the samples. One of the monkeys was seen eating a surgical glove. Oh, God. And then they quickly ran away to spread the virus, which will eventually lead to the planet of the apes, I can only That's assume, right? kind of how that movie started, that how right? It works? I believe so. I think so. There's a virus that they don't get, and then the rest of the animals get it, and then they rise to the top of the food chain. Right. And Did they have headsets on? And were their slaves. Are there pictures? Yes, the monkeys had headsets on, and they had utility belts. <laughs> this seems they, organized, is all I'm they're saying. They're wearing Kevlar vests. It seems organized. So, besides the murder hornet mm. and the hangry rats, now I gotta warn you... Beware the blood the monkey. The list is growing. It is. Mm. It's the zoo from hell. This is frightening. All right. That should make you feel better, boys Perfect. and girls. Well, at least it's India. We don't have any, we don't have any hit monkeys oh, here my yet. God. They're coming. Yeah. The hit monkeys are on their way. Yeah. And those Indians got those uh, nasty little tiny monkeys, too. Oh, I know. They're fast and they're angry and they got sharp teeth. They're agile. Oh, agile. How do you say it? Either. Agile. Either or. Potato, potato. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, let's turn our attention towards you, the beloved Garmy, for some lighter fare. You guys are the best. We love it when you reach out to us. You can always write us emails, ralph at theralphreport.com, eddie, steve, at that same email address. You can reach us on social media or you can do what many folks choose to do, which is to leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. Just got to dial up the number, one 833 I love it when you leave your voicemail messages. I listen to them all, and then I grab a handful, and we put them here at the top of the show in a segment called Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now And see what's on your You know, it is the first week of June And that means mm -hmm. we gotta change things up Last year we did it on the first week of June We took uh, Holiday or Holiday, which we were doing every day Oh yeah And we realized it had been a full year as of the first week of June So if we kept doing that segment, we would just be repeating the same holidays Right so we moved that to Monday, shifting one day, which should have been the Sunday holidays that we missed from the previous year. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And then we adopted this new segment called This Day in History. Right. And now we've done a year's worth of that. Oh, man. So we need to shift This Day in History into Monday, holiday or holiday, holiday rather, into Tuesday. And then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, we will debut our new segment called either High Death, <laughs> Death Takes a Holiday, or This Day in Death. I haven't decided yet. They're all good. They're all good. You can't really lose. I kind of like High Death. High Death. Um, 
So we'll be we'll be debuting that on uh, Wednesday as soon as I figure out a title for it. Okay. Now the reason I've gone through that is Karen, who is very smart, she's a doctor down there in San Diego. She's very aware of this shift, and she's a little nervous about I don't it. Oh no! So she called in. Here's Dr. Karen. Hey Ralph, Yoho Eddie, it's Karen in San Diego. Just finished the cocktail happy hour, and I've been drinking, so I know we're not supposed to call when we've been drinking. Don't do um, that. I am so sorry, (laughs) but you're talking about moving forward with um, the daily. um, I don't know what you call them, like the holiday or holiday, this day in history, blah blah. And you're going to do this day in death, and that's all fine. That's exciting. I'm thrilled. But I just really want you to be very cautious about how the leap year is going to affect uh, these days. And I called about this before and was completely ignored. I feel like Roland at this point. Um, but I'm really a detail-oriented like person, and mm-hmm. I think you are too. So just make sure. It sounds like it's going to work out if you move holiday to um, Tuesday right. and the stand history to Monday. Right. I think it's going to be fine. But just just go back and kind of look over and make sure we're not repeating days oh, and that God. the leap year hasn't affected things <laughs> to the extent that um, your plan isn't going to work. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of it. All right. So much fun at the happy hour. Thank I love you. these. This is like my like normal routine now is to just do this every Saturday and right. it's thrilling. It's great. Keep it up. All love right. it. Okay. okay. LMB. Right. Bye. Bye. Listen. <laughs> Listen, it takes everything I have just to shift everything a day. I can't go back in the calendar because last year was a leap year or this year was a leap year. I forget which one was a leap year. This was February. Was February the one that had the extra day? I think we had the extra day this year. So I'm sure it changes things somehow. But here's the thing. I can't. I just can't. I can't be bothered. Sounds like a Brandon Roebuck. If I end up repeating some shit... That's just the way it's going to have to be. It was a year ago. If I do repeat something, it was a year ago. You should have forgotten about it, too. I certainly have. Oh, I know I did. So <laughs> let's just let's just assume this is our best case scenario and just and, move forward. And even if you bring up a repeat holiday or day in history, we can take a different take on it. Absolutely. We can do that. Let's just keep it simple. I can't do the math for what happens when there's a leap year. I simply can't. I don't have it in me. I don't have the strength. So sorry, Karen. We're just going to move ahead with the plan. Oh, Keep drinking, we'll though. Yes, and don't call drunk. <laughs> I've said that before because that's what gave us this segment. I wish there was a way to delete this. And for, for example, Chris, <laughs> our next caller, called in very drunk from Florida. And Chris, when you hear this phone call, you're going to say... I wish there was a way to delete this. I guarantee. Oh. I guarantee. Here's Chris's call, drunk from Florida. Hi, Ralph. My name is Chris. I'm a one-star general. My dad is a two-star general because I bought it for him for Christmas. And it is 2.30 in the morning in Orlando. And I just want you to know, you're great. Thanks. Listening to the whole show right now. I have a question for you. Okay. My question mm-hmm. is this. Okay. You talk a lot about how you enjoy the Jack Daniels. Yes. Well, do you like... The, the honey Jack Daniels? Do you like the rye Jack Daniels? Jack Daniels is 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 more than just the black number seven label, Ralph. All right. And the people want to know. <laughs> Some people want to know. Eddie wants to know. Hi, Eddie. Hey. Want to know what you like. Oh, man. Is it just the Gentleman Jack? Is it just the Sinatra Select? 
Is it just the number seven? Do you like other Jack Daniels? Do you like other kinds of whiskey? Okay. People want to know, Ralph. All right, Chris. Some people. I love you. Okay. I mean it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I wish there was a way to delete this. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you call drunk, Chris. <laughs> I have more for Christmas. I got enough for Christmas. <laughs> Um, I've talked about this before. Yes, I enjoy all the uh, Jack Daniels brand of products. I particularly like the Gentleman Jack. That is my usual go-to. Uh, however, number seven, of course, is my introduction to the Jack Daniels family. Absolutely love that. The Sinatra Select, I'll bust it out on a uh, special occasion. The Single Barrel Select, I like as well. The only product that Jack Daniels makes that I don't enjoy are the flavored bourbons. Or it's not bourbon, the Kentucky whiskey um, that they make. It's not Tennessee, the Tennessee wh whiskey that they make. Well, Steve Ashton got you that big uh, calendar last year with all the little jacks yes, in it, right? Yes, the advent calendar yeah, the advent with calendar. all the little samplers in there. And I still have the samplers left over for the Honey Jack Daniels and the uh, the the Cinnamon Jack Daniels. Oh. That Those, no. Don't fuck up my Jack Daniels. <laughs> cinnamon would seem rough to drink funky as a whiskey. flavors in it. It's just no. But I enjoy their rye. I also like Irish whiskey a great deal, but... Uh, there you go, Chris. And just just listen to that and then look at yourself in the mirror and say, what am I doing? What are my choices? What choices am I making? <laughs> okay. Uh, Amy called in with a, where did it come from? Hi, Ralph. It's Amy. Um, Four-star general from Grimshaw, Alberta, Canada. I have a where did it come from? Why do people say, oh, for Pete's sake? Hmm. Where does that come from? I said it the other day and I was like, why? Why do we say that? Who's Pete? Who's Pete? Why that name? Right. Anyways, let me know. Love you. Mean it. Bye. I love you, Eddie. Oh, I love you too. A little something for Eddie Thank at the you. end there. Amy, excellent question. We're here to help. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? No fucking bill, no. Oh, for Pete's sake. Hmm. Why do we say that? I don't know. Well, it comes back. To a lot of people not wanting to use the Lord's name in vain. People huh. apparently started saying for Pete's sake instead of saying, oh, for Christ's sake or oh, for God's sake. Right. As early as 1903, according to the Oxford English Dictionary. But, and some people, by the way, uh, will use the occasional, oh, for Mike's sake or something like that. But it's almost always uh, Yeah, Pete. I've always heard Pete. Why Pete? Well, fuck. <laughs> For fuck's sake, that's my personal that's my favorite. One I like to see. But if you're trying to avoid using Jesus <laughs> or God, you're probably not defaulting to fuck, fuck I would sake. think. No, oh, for Pete's sake. Why Pete? Well, it makes perfect sense because if you're not going to go to the big guy, yeah. if you're not going to say, oh, for God's sake, and you're not going to go to his son and say, oh, for Christ's sake, right. you're going to go to the next guy down the chain. Oh, poor Poor Peter. St. Peter. That's right. It comes from St. Peter, who was not only one of the 12 apostles, of course, but he was the first leader of the Christian church. He was the first pope, if you will. So working your way down the food chain there right. when it comes to holy people, I guess they figure Pete is safe because he was a dude. and <laughs> He's like the speaker of the house. He's like one of yeah. us. So we can, <laughs> we can throw Pete's name around and we're not going to uh, burn in hell for wow. it. So instead of saying for God's sake or for Christ's sake, People say, oh, for Pete's sake, Pete's because good sake. old St. Peter. Gotcha. However, I think you'll have some splaining to do when you get to the pearly gates and say Peter's there oh, waiting that's for right. you. He's going to say, hey, what's up with that? Why didn't you use fuck? Right. <laughs> that's what we use up here in heaven. <laughs> Just dropping F-bombs left and right. 
And thank you, Amy. That's why we do that, and that's where it came from. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? And you remember last week's Citizen of the Week? Yes. It was our buddy who broke into the Wells Fargo down yes. there in San Diego because he had to heat up his hot pocket? Yes. Here's the reach that the Ralph Report has. This is the uh, the global phenomenon that the Ralph Report has become. Okay. One of our Garmy members is the reporter who wrote that story. Really? Yes. Wow. And Adina called in, and she had more details that didn't make it to the print version of that story oh. to let us know what happened. Hey, Ralph. And Adina here, one-star general from San Diego. And I actually wrote that Wells Fargo story for the um, KGTV station. Uh, yeah, it was bizarre when the breaking news tracker reporter told us about it. We just could not fucking believe it. <laughs> but something that wasn't as widely mentioned is that the man told us that he had two Hot Pockets sure. and they left him parched. Of course. And do. also he described hearing i'm not sure if it was the officers trying to get to him or if it was the surveillance company security company trying to talk to him but someone at some point was like hey come out i got you and he was like quote fuck all that i'm eating this motherfucking hot pocket yes <laughs> so definitely my favorite story in a while um but I did feel kind of icky about it because he was homeless. Mm. So I also just wanted to point out that homelessness and issues that affect or lead to homelessness are a real thing. So as funny as the story is, let's also not lose sight about the true issues here, mental health and homelessness. Okay, that's it. Bye. You're a good reporter, Anadina, yes. yes, because not only did she give us additional facts, but she also sold us on the yes. true point of the story, which is this poor bastard who was probably mentally ill, was living on the streets. He came across some Hot Pockets, maybe bought them at the 7-Eleven, and he just decided he was going to warm them up. Yeah. So uh, it makes it less funny. <laughs> makes yes. me feel a little shitty about myself. A little bit. But maybe that's what we all need in this day and age is to uh, get a little, a little empathy, a little perspective and a little empathy. Yeah. Thank you, Anadina, for calling in. And KC also called in because he, like I was fascinated by Eddie Pence thinking cashews were bent penises. It was, I, I thought about that for the better part of the weekend, quite frankly. Uh, hey, Ralph, it's uh, Casey in BC here. I'm, <clears throat> I'm um, catching up on Friday's podcast where Eddie's talking about cashews looking like little curved dicks. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we found the uh, side dish for the testicle munch on Monday. That way, Eddie can eat the whole package. Good point. Yeah? Yes. All right, LMB. Good point, Casey. This way, Eddie can have dicks and balls <laughs> in one meal. It's a yeah. balanced meal that yeah, way. That's right. Yeah. Come, they, go, they go together. Come October, we'll have a little side dish of curved penises for you. <laughs> Many people called in demanding, not requesting, demanding 
that we hear drunk Eddie's thoughts on cashews. <laughs> it's time to take Eddie Pence and slow him down by half speed. He doesn't drink, but it sure makes him sound drunk. And the segment's called Eddie's Drunk Thoughts. Looks I can't like see that close up. something a foot from your face. It's gross. Eddie's Drunk Thoughts. I'm fine. Yeah, my teeth are working. <laughs> You know how hard you have to look at a cashew to see it. Well, they're curved, right? It's a curved penis. How many curved penises are there in the world? I just want to see a. I don't know. I just see a bowl of them. I look like a little bowl of curved penises. (laughs) That's insane. I'll take a handful of curved dicks. Throw them in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You've never looked at a cashew and go, it kind of looks like a bent penis. I don't think in terms of bent penises. When I think of something that looks phallic, I think of something that is straight and and long and girthy. Well, I don't it's think big down. It's almost almost like a flaccid penis. I, I guess. haven't seen a lot of curved penises in my Neither life. Neither have I. I well, know there why is. Why does your mind a, go right to I it? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's the truest statement he said in a long time. Don't know. Oh, thanks to everybody who called in for this segment. You too can be featured on Garmy on the Line, but you know what you got to do? You got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All righty, and now for the first time ever on a Monday, it's time to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on June 1st, this day in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history Alrighty, on June 1st in 1495 It's the first written record of Scotch whiskey ever appearing in Scotland Huh Friar John Corr apparently was the distiller, and he was the first one, as far as the written record is concerned, to make Scotch whiskey. Huh. Oh, drinking it like a good holy man, drinking his Scotch whiskey. Oh, did he get it from somewhere else? Like the idea to make whiskey? No, Friars, the, they, they did a lot of distilling back oh. in the day. Yeah. Well, 
It's bored. A lot of booze. <laughs> a lot of boredom. A lot of religion and booze have a lot in common. So not much going on in religion. It's kind of thinking about what happened. I'm not a big scotch guy. I don't like scotch usually. A What's too... the difference between scotch and a whiskey? Like well, Jack Daniels. All scotch is whiskey, but not all whiskey is scotch. Okay. You have different different genres of whiskey. You've got scotch whiskey. You've got Irish whiskey. You've got bourbon whiskey. You've got Tennessee whiskey, which is Jack Daniels. They all have certain... Um, uh, recipes and criteria they have to meet in order to become a certain kind of mm, uh, okay. whiskey. I like Irish myself. I'm not a big Scotch. Okay. On this day in 1533, Anne Boleyn was crowned King of England as wife of Henry VIII. We all know how that story turned out. Oh, yeah. Not so well. No. 1638, the first earthquake ever recorded in the United States at Plymouth, Massachusetts on this day. Huh. God didn't like all those pilgrims. <laughs> no, he did not. To the New World. In 1792, Kentucky was admitted as the 15th state. So tribute there to our pal Jennifer in Kentucky. She calls in all the time. 1796, Tennessee, home of Jack Daniels, was admitted as the 16th U.S. state. In 1809, Alderus Barkley wow. began his bet of walking one mile every hour for a thousand hours. He someone bet him that he couldn't walk one mile every hour for a thousand hours. Okay. So, so on this day, right. he started his first one mile trip all in right. an hour. And then in the next hour, he walked another mile. And then the next mile, he walked another mile. Continuously? So for a, yes. For a thousand consecutive hours, he walked a mile. Wow. Now, if he got if he got the mile done in less than an hour, he got to rest and take, take a, a nap, nap or whatever. But for a thousand hours. Did he do it? He did it. Wow. A thousand miles and a thousand hours for a thousand guineas wow. back in 1809. He got fucked on that deal. Oh, a thousand guineas back in the day. I guess. By the way, he's considered the father of the 19th century sto- sport. <laughs> of dumb bets? No. Of pedestrianism. <laughs> Which what? is the father of walking? He was a world class pedestrian, <laughs> and he st- he started the the sport that eventually would become race walking. He was oh, one the of those power walker he was guys, one of those power walkers. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah, because you want to get that mile over with quick, so you can take a nap, or take a leak, or whatever you got to do. Wow. So a thousand miles and a thousand hours for a thousand guineas. Good old Alder Alder Alderis Barkley. Why, indeed. I would have tried to get like three hours, three miles done in an hour, and then you can rest for two hours. But that's not the bet, right? No. That's stupid. That would be stupid, indeed. Yeah. 1813, Captain John Lawrence of the U.S. Navy uttered a motto that would live on forever. Don't give up the ship, he said to his sailors. No word on whether they did or not. 1869, Thomas Edison granted his first patent for the electric vote recorder. Oh, okay. The electric voting machine. Yes. No problems with those. Thomas, no, is an excellent idea. Yeah. How about paper? Let's go back to paper. Let's all <laughs> well, you get hanging chads. That's we don't want true, that either. Yeah. 1880, the first pay telephone service in the United States was installed in New Haven, Connecticut. In 1888, California got its first seismograph. We need that. Yes. Every day, it seems like there's an earthquake someplace in California. Every day. Yeah. Hey, speaking of walking. Yeah. In 1908, John Crone walked over 9,000 miles Why? around the perimeter of the United States, Eddie Pence. Why? He completed walking the perimeter of the United States in 357 days. Why? Why? He got to rest on Sundays, though, oh. just like the Lord. 
Oh, uh, it gets better, however. Not only was John Crone walking around the perimeter of the United States, he was doing it with his wheelbarrow. What? He was pushing a wheelbarrow did, around the United States. Did he have food States. in there or change of clothes? I assume he must have had some kind oh of God. stuff. Although a backpack would seem more efficient. You'd think. It, must be, it would be harder to push a wheelbarrow. We're not doing it at all. That, that's, what, that's what I would way say. Way to go. Yes. On this day in 1938... Oh, it's an important day. The modern superhero was born when the first Superman comic book was published. What? Action comics or was it Superman? Good question. Because he first appeared in action comics, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think it was the first comic featuring Superman, right. which was Action Comics number one. So this was like, one. yes. 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 Okay. Okay. We good? <laughs> I'm good. All right. Just making sure. 1939, the first major boxing match on U.S. television. 1939. Who was watching? Who had a television? I don't know. It was a heavyweight bout with, uh, from, New from Yankee Stadium between former world champion Max Baer and Lou Nova. Lou Nova won by TKO in the 11th round, in case you're curious. I wasn't. 1969. Tobacco advertising was banned on Canadian radio and television. Mm. It would take uh, the U.S. a while to catch up to that. A not, long time. Yeah, not until the late 70s, I yeah. think. Early 80s, maybe. Something like that. I think late 70s. I miss the good old cigarette ads. <laughs> See anybody smoking a cool on a on a sailing boat? Had to be late 70s because I remember cigarette commercials. I do, too. I remember so them vividly. Had to be late 70s. Uh, on this day, 1971, Ed Sullivan aired his final TV show on CBS. He was on the air, I think, for 24 or 25 seasons. Which is remarkable because he was not <laughs> He's awful. Only so bad. That's because he got his start in 1948 or whenever it was, and only then could you be on television and be as untalented as Ed Sullivan That's insane. Was. The worst host ever. <laughs> 1973, Paul McCartney knows a little something about the Ed Sullivan Show. That's where the Beatles, of course, uh, made their American television debut. Paul McCartney and Wings released in what is, in my opinion, the last great Paul McCartney's song. He and uh, Wings did a little theme song for the James Bond franchise. Say live and let die. Nineteen seventy-five. Ronnie Wood replaced Mick Taylor as the Rolling Stones. Rhythm guitarist. Today's also Ronnie's birthday. We'll be paying tribute to him later on in the show. 1979, Ted Combs. You think walking is bad? Ted Combs, I know that name. I don't think you do, unless oh. you know him for his... Maybe I know a different Ted Combs. Maybe you do. <laughs> Ted Combs began his 5,193-mile roller skate from oh. Los Angeles to New York City. What the fuck, man? Look, at least he wasn't walking. That's he was true. roller skating. He had to go through a couple of pairs of roller skates, though. I would think. I would imagine. Yes, unless he had those old tiny metal ones. You <laughs> want to hit the gravel on those. What's the farthest you've ever Do walked, like in a row, like straight? Um, at one point, I don't know. We have to measure this room to the <laughs> kitchen, and then I'll be able to give you a more specific answer. I've probably hiked years ago, a couple miles, really? maybe. Yeah. I one time did like I did a twenty-mile hike. Holy Jesus. I did that. It took me like six, five, for six Pete's hours. For Pete's sake. For Pete's sake, yeah. And that 20 mile hike. I felt it for like three days. Like I was sore. And I was in my, I was like 20. I was young. And it fucked my body up for like three days. I couldn't imagine doing it 
for more than that. May I ask? Why? Why would you hike 20 miles? It was uh, it was in the Grand Canyon. I did the 10-mile hike okay, in. Okay, did you get miles. lost? No, it was part of the, the, the Horseshoe Mesa Trail at the Grand Canyon. Get a horse or a donkey <laughs> or something. It's the one track that you can hike into the Grand Canyon and get out in the same day. Otherwise, you need to stay overnight inside the Grand Canyon. And how long did it take you? Like all day. Six, seven, eight hours, something like That's that. That's the dumbest goddamn thing I ever heard. I think it was like 18 miles or something. I forget what it was, but it was something like that. It was, it killed me. Like I was done for like three days. Did you do it by yourself? No, I did it with like buddy. You need better friends. I was 20 or 21. Uh, there's lots of other things you could do at 20 or 21 <laughs> that don't involve hiking 20 miles. Yeah, I know. It's just, and then I fell on the way back up on one of the uh, switchbacks going back up. I fell on a cactus. Oh, Jesus. And uh, one of the pine, the long pine needles, like long as your pinky finger, went into my calf muscle. Oh, my God. And then I, I basically good, had to limp. Good. I'm glad. You should be punished <laughs> for last your stupidity. Half mile, I had to limp up the switchback. Good nightmare. That is my idea of hell. That hurt. When I go to hell, and I will, the devil will be there with a backpack full of rocks <laughs> yes, saying, hey, welcome to Grand Canyon. Go hike. Time to go do the devil's horseshoe, whatever the fuck it's horseshoe called. Horseshoe Mesa. Whatever. It's <laughs> bullshit. 1980 on this day, CNN began transmission, the cable news network. At the time, someone said, who's going to watch a network with nothing but news? That's dumb. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't. This is CNN, a network of Turner Broadcasting System. 1985, Weird Al Yankovic released his Dare to be Stupid album, one of his greats, yes. featuring this hit. Hey, like a surgeon, cutting for the very first time, like a surgeon, organ transplants are my life. Oh, Al. So good. You're so weird. On this day in 1988, the Morton Downey Jr. show debuted in oh, TV syndication. Oh, was that hilarious. Zip it, pal. <laughs> he was a lunatic. <laughs> On this day in 2008, a fire at the back lot of Universal Studios destroyed several iconic sets from movies, including Courthouse Square, where Back to the Future was yep. filmed. The King Kong ride also went up in flames. Um, yeah, it was a nightmare. And apparently they just rolled cameras on it. Yeah. Because they figured, look, we got, got some stock footage get now of, uh, of uh, New York town burning down or whatever. Yep. So, All right. At this point in the show, we run a food past Eddie Pence that has to do with this particular day in history. It's our way of finding out whether he'll eat something or stick it up his ass. <coughs> Pull it out of his ass. <coughs> that day is no different. 1933 is the day. On this day, the World's Fair in Chicago opened up. It was known as Century of Progress. That was the theme for the World's Fair in Chicago in 1933. On this day, the gates opened. And featured there was Durkee's Famous Foods. Durkee's Famous Foods is a U.S. food company that makes spices, marinades, and sauces. And has been in business in the United States since 1851. Still exists to this day. Oh, wow. Everyone who came into the World's Fair got a Durkee's Famous Food recipe book. So you could use all the great Durkee products to make yourself something hmm. special. That's nice. You can get on this very day. Yeah. If you go, I don't know if they're open or not because all the restaurants are closed, but uh, Court Street Grocers in Brooklyn, New York still serves the turkey and turkey sandwich <laughs> featuring turkey, mm -hmm. sliced turkey, okay. and the famous turkey sauce. They're one of their best sellers. Okay. Turkey sauce, Eddie Pence. Yeah, what is it? It's 
It's it's a special concoction. They don't know the exact recipe. Oh, another one of these. But they give it the description as a mustardy, vinegary, mayonnaise-based sauce concoction. It comes in a bottle, and you pour it out over your turkey on rye, and boom, you got yourself a turkey and dirky. Is that like a Dijonese almost, I guess? Kind of, yeah, because it's mayonnaise with mustard. mustard. I think it's more yellowy mustard than Dijon mustard, and it does have vinegar in it as well for a little extra kick. Mm. Is that something Eddie Pence would eat, the turkey and dirky? Is he eating turkey and dirky? It's only one way. For, I just love saying turkey and turkey. <laughs> There's only one way for us to find out. Let's pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If it comes up, jackpot. That means three turkey and turkeys came up on the reels. However, if it's mismatched, sadness. A 20-mile hike <laughs> through the Grand Canyon. That's what it's going to feel like. If he lets us down again, here we go. Let's pull that handle. One sandwich, two sandwiches. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't think so. I don't think that so. That sounds awesome. To really? Me. Yes. I don't know if I want the vinegar kick. Oh yeah. I don't think I want the vinegar kick. I like kick. a little wang to my sandwich. <laughs> like a little, little tang and a little wang. I don't know. I like I would like I like mayo on a turkey sandwich. I don't mind I like mustard on a turkey sandwich. I thought you didn't like mayo. A little bit of mayo. Like just a light dusting of mayo. <laughs> I don't I don't want mayonnaise, a gob of mayo. Mayo isn't dusty. You can't dust for you mayo. You can do a little light like a like a, a squirt smear. or two. You can do a easy there, fella. You can do a smear. <laughs> But I think this turkey sauce, I got to get me you some know, of this turkey sauce. Like a Hawaiian Islands shot of mayo, just a little spooge of mayo. Okay. Not Stop really. saying spooge. spooge. But like, yeah, I don't know if I want the vinegar in it. Yeah, mustard and vinegar and mayo mixed it's, together. It's not a hard no. Well. It's a soft no. Jackpot doesn't lie. Well, Slot machine doesn't lie. I, yeah, I know, but I, I don't know. It doesn't sound like something I would want. Well, maybe we can get our hands on some... Dirky sauce. Dirky, maybe. I'll maybe. Have you, have you take my dirky sauce? <laughs> Don't want your dirky sauce. So keep your dirky in your pants. And that's it for this day in history. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. Plus tax. All right. <laughs> now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Did you see actor John Cusack's tweet about what was going on in Chicago during yeah, the Yeah, I was riots? following that, yeah. He went on Twitter and shot some video of the protest. He was on his bike, and that's when, as John writes on Twitter, cops didn't like me filming the burning car, so they came at me with batons hitting my bike. Here's the audio of the video that John Cusack posted. You can literally hear them hitting his bike with their batons. It's terrifying. He seems scared to death. He keeps volunteering to move along, but they, they seem really agitated. Get out of here! All right, all right, all right. Get out of here! Get your bike out of here now! All right, I'm going. Get out of here! Let's go! Let's go! Wow. <sighs> scary as hell. It's scary, man. Um, Cusack said he was just filming the incident. He wasn't participating. He, doesn't sh he wasn't sure what they were upset about. He did think, however, that one of the officers who seemed hostile towards him did mention having watched One Crazy Summer. So he thinks maybe that was the reason they were so <laughs> Come upset. On. Because Come that's on. a shitty, no, it's not. shitty movie. That's a lie. And that could have been lie. someone. I've heard from a lot of the best people are saying it's because of that movie. The John Cusack got Fake news. attacked. Fake news. Speaking of the riots... 
Quentin Tarantino has a theater here in Los Angeles called the New Beverly Cinema. I love that place, by yeah. the way. It is a classic old movie house that plays mostly uh, classic films. Quentin Tarantino himself usually programs it, and yeah. every weekend they'll put a classic film up there or whatever. Well, as Eddie mentioned, in the Fairfax district, there was a bunch of rioting, and um, that that business was vandalized mm. on Saturday night. Luckily, they didn't break the glass. It's all glass-fronted. Yeah. But they did spray paint all over it, tagged it with slogans like, fuck the police and things like that. So they're going to have to replace the glass and clean it up, but it could have been a lot worse. But uh, Tarantino said it doesn't turn him off uh, ownership. He still loves owning that theater. I didn't know this, but... He bought that entire building in 2007 to keep that theater from being torn down and redeveloped. I didn't know that. Yeah. They were going to turn it into a Supercuts. Jesus. And he said, this is a great movie house. There's very little, there's very few, rather, of these smaller sort of art house cinemas left, these single screen cinemas, especially ones that play retro films. Yeah. He wanted to maintain it, so he bought the building himself and now is the curator. You said before, Hollywood does not care about its history. It sure doesn't. They're quick to tear down. Yeah. They only care about history when it comes time to reboot it. And that's what Universal has announced over the weekend. They're bringing back the Wolfman. Wolfman? Yes, they're working on a Wolfman movie, Eddie Pence. Well, yeah, after the success of The Invisible Man, right? They're bringing all these back. Yes, Blumhouse, who was responsible for The Invisible Man, which starred Elizabeth Moss, is now going to be working with Universal. You know, they've got a big back catalog of movie monsters. They're going to be developing the Wolfman as a vehicle for Ryan Gosling. Hmm. Apparently, Gosling will play a TV news anchorman who gets infected by a werewolf bite, and the script has been described as a cross between Network and Nightcrawler. So maybe he'll turn into a werewolf right there in front of camera and say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to howl anymore or something. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I wonder what kind of take they're going to do, because The Invisible Man was a different take on The Invisible Man. Yes. And that's what made that so successful. Yes. So I wonder what they're going to do with Wolfman to really change it to the point where like oh this is different this is fresh i have to say i don't care i'm all in all right. of all the universal movie monsters wolfman, wolfman is my favorite by far yeah. and i will go see almost any werewolf movie right. werewolf in london love it yeah wolfen with uh, albert finney love it teen, you wolf. Me- teen wolf love it <laughs> do you remember the one with jack nicholson and james spader i think just called wolf Yes, yes. That was great. Yes. I like watching people turn into wolves. Okay. The Howling. Yeah. Howling 2. Howling gets you. I love The Howling. <laughs> God damn it, I love The Howling. So, all right. I'm all in. Okay. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on June 1st. Singer Alanis Morissette is 46 years old today. Because I've got one hand in my pocket And the other one is giving a high five <laughs> Actress Terry Polo from Meet the Parents is 51. Model Heidi Klum is 47. TV host Damian Fahey from MTV's Total Request Live and other MTV programs, 40 years old today. Comedian Amy Schumer is 39. Have you seen any of Amy Schumer has a cooking show? No. Good. (laughs) She's doing a lockdown cooking show with her husband, who is a chef. Oh, really? And they're shooting it in their kitchen on their phone, and it's just him teaching her how to cook. Okay. Her cracking wise. Oh, good. Like she does. I mean, I don't begrudge other people, but yeah, she's, I don't not, she's not my taste. This is not a show that no. uh, I, I accidentally came across it, no. and then I accidentally, no, on purpose, I think. You purposely I, I steered it myself away from it. Yes. <laughs> Zazie Beats. You know Zazie Beats? I don't. Oh, you do. Who's Zazie Beats? She was in Deadpool 2. She was, oh, in, she okay. was in Joker. Gotcha. She gotcha. was in Atlanta. Domino. Yes. Play Domino. 
29 years old today. She's so great in that film. She's great in Domino. She's great I mean, in everything. As Domino. She's great. terrific. Guitarist Ron Wood, we mentioned, he joined the Rolling Stones on this day many years ago. He is celebrating his 73rd birthday. Actor Morgan Freeman is 83 years old today. He looks pretty good for 83. Yeah. I had no idea that I was so old. But he didn't break it though. He was in his mid-40s, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And he had a heroin problem when he was young. Yeah. I mean, he's got a fascinating backstory. Brian Cox, very talented British actor from Deadwood, of course, and Succession, currently on HBO, 74 years old. Actor Jonathan Price, another talented Brit, is 73. Comedian Mark Curry, who was the star of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Remember that sitcom? Yeah, I've worked with him a couple times. What the what? Stand up, stand up. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, well, figures, because Eddie Pence is the launch pad oh for everyone around him. He was already successful. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you just no. brushed up against him. And I that's caught him when, on the way down. That's when he got his I sitcom. caught him on the way down. I see. <laughs> He's 59. And singer Pat Boone is 86 years old today. Pat Boone, if you don't know the name, is the poster boy for squeaky clean milk drinking jesus fearing whitey yes he is famous for being mr clean when it comes to show business he is boring as fuck which too. means he's done some nasty shit you don't know about i don't know i, I think don't know. i don't think he's even interesting enough to have a secret life does he have a basement i don't there's know. if he has a basement someone needs to look perhaps there's... i just i always resented pat boone was one talk about white appropriation cultural appropriation Pat Boone was the guy who had all the hits with black music back in the late 50s when a lot of radio stations wouldn't play what was known as colored music right. back in the day. You remember, we talked about what Richard, uh, Little Richard passed. We remember uh, his song, Tutti Frutti. So a lot of white stations wouldn't play that song. Sounded too much like, again, their words, not mine, from the era, jungle music. They didn't yeah. want any of that on their radio stations. So white performers, like boring as fuck Pat Boone, would take those songs and cover them and then have hits with them. He had a hit with a version of Tutti Frutti that when you hear it, you can't believe anyone ever listened to it. Tutti Frutti, all Rudy. Tutti Frutti, all Rudy. Tutti Frutti, all Rudy. Tutti Frutti. It's a completely dead version of that song. It's just sucked all the energy and the sex and the soul and the vibe right out of it. Wow. Just turned it into just pablum. Oh, someone killed that song and then tried to reanimate it with a car battery, is what it sounds like. Oh, my God. Oof. Anyway, happy birthday, Pat. Yes. Even though you did steal music from black folks. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, here it is, the moment Eddie Pence has been waiting for. It's time to celebrate uh -huh. this very special Monday. It's a Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening. On the Ralph Report Munchin' Mondays Eddie's Fun Day 
Until he vomit all over the floor. I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. I thought testicles were just all wrong. And as always, if you are a three or four star general, oh, the twos get this as well. Two, three or four star general, you can watch the video of Munch and Monday. I will send that out as long as well as the uh, the audio version. Here we go. Here it is. Miss Springs Rose Jam. I'm going to put it up there for the camera so everyone can see the official Rose Jam of the Ralph Report. Again, simply because it's just chock full of petals. And that's what you want in your jam, I think. Yeah. This is what Flower we'll be parts. eating today. And um, here you go. Take a, take a whiff. Take a whiff of that and take a little smell. The smell oh, test. It smells like fucking roses. Well, Eddie, I would guess that's because oh. it's made from roses. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of roses went into that jam. Thanks to uh, Nick from Bulgaria, by the way, who gave us the heads up. This all uh, came back from uh, Shizmu, remember? Yeah, because oh yeah, we the got Shizmu. the Shizmu perfume that was made Bulgarian rose from petals. Bulgarian rose water. And so Nick let us know, yeah, we we love our rose business there in Bulgaria. We do a ton of stuff, including the uh, rose jam. And so I've got a I got a hold of a jar of rose jam here, freshly opened. Mm. And now Eddie and I are going to dig our spoons in and take a big, big, big spoonful of rose jam and see what we think. Got the big spoon. Got the big spoons. Mm. Right. Smaller spoons. Spoons at the ready. I'm going to mix it up a little bit because I want you to get some petals. <laughs> I don't want you to go with the It's very juicy. Petals. It's very loose for a jam. Well, it's a jam. jam. It's not a jelly. Jam is looser than jelly. It's yeah. not a jelly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't spill it on your computer. I know. This is going to be a mess. This this is... Okay. Be careful. Fuck. All right. And then uh, try to keep your hand under it if you could, or, or your napkin, so we don't get it all over the place. All right. All right, you got a nice spoonful yeah. there? Mm. Oh, you get there's a rose. Mm. And we're going to uh, taste it together on three, right. okay? One, two, two three. three. Oh. Fucking hey, dude. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awful. <laughs> Holy shit, that's terrible. Ah, I actually got a rose petal in my mouth. I did too. I'm chewing oh, a rose petal. Oh, that's fucking gross, dude. That is... That is foul. <laughs> That's it's like you fucking went down on an 80-year-old woman. <laughs> oh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> that that's, is... That's fucking worse than the black egg. That's awful. Oh, that's fucking bad. That is one of the worst things that's I've ever tasted. That's fucking terrible, and you have a whole jar of it. Oh, my God. It's like eating... A rose! Solid perfume, you're right. It's like old lady perfume that congealed, and then you're trying to chew it and get it down oh, your throat. fuck! Oh, you don't have any water, No, do I don't! It's so thick, and oh, it just stays in my mouth. That's a bummer. I, I poured myself a glass, but I forgot oh, to give you're you one. terrible host. Mm. You're terrible. Oh, it looks... Oh, that's much better. Not, it's not I was fair. able to rinse that out. Oh, that my God. That is so bad. That oh. is... Foul oh. on almost every level. Nick from Bulgaria, I don't mean to insult your nation. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys I'm thinking? Sure, they're a, a, a noble but savage race, as Steve Ashton would say. However, don't eat that. Oh, that's bad. Oh my God. Fuck, I'm never awful. going to stop tasting it. I got to drink some more of this water. Oh, can we end the show? If, so I can go <laughs> if you had water, you, it would be so much easier for you. Mm. 
Oh, that's better. A little water helps you. Yeah, I bet. Taste no, that's out of your great mouth. for you. Good for you. Usually you bring your own. I didn't even I forgot think. today. Oh, Usually my God. Usually you have water here for me on Munchie this, Mondays. This was a huge mistake. Oh. And I'm uh, deeply, deeply uh, sorry. Oh, it's bad. For having made that choice. And don't ever <laughs> eat that. So- if I can give you one piece of advice besides wear sunscreen, it would be <laughs> don't ever eat rose petal jam. It's... Awful. Awful. So bad. Ah, all right. Well, we've all learned our lesson, and that's why we do this, so you don't have to. That's why we taste test these kinds of foods here on Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays, it's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's fun day. I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. Testicles are just all. Oh man, that. Um, I want to be burping up roses. It doesn't go away. No. <laughs> like perfume itself, no. it uh, it coats the inside of your nose and your mouth and just stays there it, forever. It's set up camp. It's gonna be there for a while. I wasn't gonna drink today. I was gonna take a day off from drinking, but I think I need Jack Daniels to burn away the the residue that's mm. coating the inside of my mouth. That right is now. one of the worst things I've ever eaten. It is by far the worst thing we've done on Munch and Monday oh, for sure. Yeah. Next week, however, don't forget rattlesnake meat. Oh. So who knows? Can't it can't be worse. It can't. It just can't be worse. No. I would oh. I would eat a live rattlesnake <laughs> face first. Before I would eat rose petal jam I'd again. I'd French kiss a rattlesnake. Oh, easily. Fuck. I'd fillet one. Do they have penises? I'd find it. I would too. If, man, I didn't have to eat that thing. Holy God. What could you put that on to make it taste okay? See, initially I thought maybe we'd put it on some crackers or something and try it that way. But I said, no, we need to taste the jam, Ooh. right? You don't want to taste Ritz cracker or something else. So I guess they put it on bread. I guess it's I like guess. A- I mean, at least like with the black egg, there was a hint of egg. Ooh. So I got some egg in there before the fish... This Taste won't go in. away this from my mouth. So bad. So bad. It won't go. I hate it so it's much. Like, it's going up my nose. All right. We got to end the show because we, we have to go oh. take care of ourselves. That's it for today, boys and girls. Oh, my God. It won't stop. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, I burped. Oh. oh, it's all over again. It's it's happening. It's a oh. flashback. There's rose petals in my stomach. Um. Okay, that's it for today's show, boys and girls. Come back and join us tomorrow, won't you? It's TV Tunes Tuesday tomorrow, also holiday or holiday as it moves to its new day. Uh, we're going to have fun tomorrow, much more fun than we just oh, did. I'm fuck. so glad we saved it for the end and didn't do it at the beginning. I couldn't do the whole show. I wouldn't I, be able no. to get through it, no. Uh, okay, so come on back tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. But first of all, you got to remember, you got to look out for the murder hornets. The murder hornets. The murder hornets. The murder hornets. And the hangry rats. And those evil blood monkeys. While you're doing that, you also have to wash your hands and <laughs> stay the fuck at home. So many instructions. So much. But we have to do that to keep you safe so you can join us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Until then, love you. Mean it. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm love right. you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.